0: Human behavior has always been a mystery. Why do people do what they do? Why do they react one way when we expected something else? How do we learn to understand, connect with, enroll, engage, align with people most effectively? Hi, I'm Christine Comerford, founder of Smart Tribes Institute, and welcome to our Smart Tribes Crack the Behavior Code podcast. In each episode, you'll learn practical, easy to use tools to better understand and change human behavior. These tools will help your team outperform, out engage, outsell the competition. In other words, to become a smart tribe. Oh, and you'll find these tools super helpful in your personal life too. Let's go. Buddy, and welcome to Inside Leadership. Today, I am thrilled to have Caroline Corey. I saw her movie Superhuman recently and it blew my mind and it thrilled me that she is bringing these sorts of messages to the world at large. And as leaders, as we know, we keep stretching to know ourselves better, to um, support the human and the human potential beyond the folks that we have the great good fortune to work with. So let me do a quick bio on Caroline and then we're gonna dive on in. So Caroline Corey is an award-winning filmmaker, visionary author of a bunch of best-selling books. She really focuses on consciousness and energy medicine. And she frequently tops the charts of consciousness science and mystical literature. As a child and throughout her life, Corey had numerous ESP experiences, precognition experiences, which really led her to become really connected to these existential topics and the study of consciousness and the mechanics of the universe, how it works. And she's taught energy medicines. She's taught consciousness work for over a decade. She founded Omnium Media, entertainment (laughs) media platform that tackles those thought provoking topics about the nature of reality and the human condition. And she also lectures and coaches internationally on mind over matter topics. And um, she's been on various TV shows, The Unexplained with William Shatner, History Channel's popular series, Ancient Aliens, her new film, Superhuman, The Invisible Made Visible. You can all see it on Amazon Prime. And the URL is superhumanfilm.com. So let's find out who the, the leader is, who the human is
1: behind this awesome leader. So first of all, welcome. Thank you for being here with me today. Hey, Christine. Thanks so much for having me. This is awesome what you're doing. Yeah,
0: it's going to be short and sweet and people just want to know who you are. So, so one way that we navigate through conflict, through difficulty is we find out sort of who we are, right? Like the late great Wayne Dyer said, like we're like oranges, you know, when we're squeezed, right? Then we really find out who we are. So the pandemic has given us a lot of opportunity, a lot of challenge. And I'm curious, how have you grown from the pandemic or how are you growing as a result of the pandemic?
1: So for me, I think the the key to navigating through challenges is really perspective. Is looking at it from different perspective and not get trapped or dragged into the collective perspective. Because I think that's the biggest danger. When you are bombarded with ideas and thoughts and belief systems and rules and regulations uh, that are based on fear, you need to do this, otherwise you get sick. You need to do this, otherwise you're in danger. You need etc. etc you are then conditioned to uh, create your reality, to make decisions based on these fear factors. And so the trick is how do you find yourself? Because when you are dragged into this collective behavior and and, um, restrictions and requirements, are you really being who you are? Or are you just following what you're being uh, told? And so uh, so that's what I mean about changing perspective, the way to navigate and survive things like that is to look at it from the perspective of, first of all, who am I within uh, this collective reality that's being created around me? And how can I still create what I want within this collective? So when you change that perspective, well, first of all, you don't just spontaneously and automatically get dragged into what you're supposed to do and how you should behave and things like that. Uh, but rather you bring back uh, this ability to um, self-evaluate. And and so so I feel the pandemic has brought a bigger challenge. It's almost like it's in your face now, you know, I think, I think we've always been bombarded by the collective but in a subtle way you know like science tells us this doctors tell us that education you know uh, teachers tell us you know how how to we're supposed to be society tells us you have to have a degree to do this to succeed to... so we have been conditioned in a subtle way and i feel the pandemic in a way has been, it's very positive uh, in the sense that it's brought up all of these, uh, you know, challenges from the collective and it's in our face. And we're having to really reevaluate every choice we've made in our life, which is the way uh, we choose um, to work, the way we choose to uh, interact with our families, because all of a sudden, we're at home we're not uh you know working with other you know we're not going to work um we're having or maybe stuck with family members normally we wouldn't be so stuck with them so we're having to face all areas of our life um through the pandemic so so when you change your perspective and you if lo- you look at it from from this angle, Uh, the pandemic is challenging me or is forcing me to reevaluate who I am, my choices in every area of your life, it is huge. It is a growth opportunity. And so I feel like, um, you know, people kind of are on this automatic, you know, (laughs) kind of, um, they're not really paying attention and now they're forced to pay attention and reevaluate and change uh, their decision making accordingly so so that's kind of why i feel the pandemic has a lot of uh, positive aspects in that way uh, and i'm very grateful for that aspect of course it's a tragedy that a lot of people are suffering and struggling um but uh but it, you know from this perspective i feel that to me that's how i've been able to navigate by saying okay, well, my work was aligned because that didn't change anything for me. My relationship with family is this way and that way. You know what I mean? Yes. So, so I, I kind of, uh, I was able to allow the collective to create whatever it was collecting, it, wanting to create, and uh, and look at the opportunity rather than the limitations.
0: Thank you, and you know. Um... Every year, um, I just receive sort of a message as to what stone, what crystal, and what phrase should be on that. This is from a few few years ago. It's red jasper, and the message is choose you. Right. And I want to remind us all, based on what you just said, Caroline, which was so helpful, we're choice makers. We get to choose. We get to choose who we are, how we live, what we think. And I love that the pandemic, and it, yes, it's been weirdly a blessing. I love that it has been the system buster. So yes. we now actually are getting more in touch with our free will choice, which is one of the best parts about being human. You know, we exactly. choose. It doesn't work. We choose again. You know, we are that powerful. So, tell us for a couple of minutes what project you're working on. What's what's really lighting you up right now.
1: So I just finished this movie called Superhuman, the Invisible Made Visible. Uh, And I'm so thrilled. I mean, I think this is very, this project, this film is very timely because uh, it brings back the idea. It's it's based on uh, the idea that it is our consciousness, uh, our mind that creates our physical reality. So we've heard this. Many, many times everybody tells us, you know, think positive or, you know, affirmations or, you know, your mind has an effect on your stress level on your body, all of that stuff, but uh, for years and years, but what I wanted to do in the movie is not just talk about it as a theory as a philosophy, I wanted to actually demonstrate uh, scientifically, that when you think Uh, something changes in your physical reality, for example, the physiology of your body changes. And so, um, and other things like that. And so, so in the movie, I was able to actually bring along and I've been working actually with uh, many scientists uh, in the field of, you know, mind over matter or consciousness science but these are scientists you know from Stanford from Harvard we're not talking about you know some fringe you know science or something. and so and so in the movie we literally demonstrate live on camera for example how focusing on water you know you can change the pH of water just by focusing on it you can change the electrical conductivity of your DNA just by focusing on it and of course A side note here for those who are scientists, Um, you know, when, when we were even in the movie, we did it exactly as we did it in the lab. So scientifically, you know, we set up an experiment by creating a baseline, meaning measurements and measurements over a period of time. And then exactly at a certain time, we focus on the biological system or the object or what have you and see if there is an effect, a measurable effect. And of course there is, it just kind of like jumps (laughs) uh, like crazy every time. And so, and then we have to repeat it over and over. So that's how we can uh, have measurable, scientifically measurable effects. And so we did that with, uh, like I was saying, pH of water. We did it also with telekinesis, moving objects, um, you know, on camera. Uh, We also did it with with a remote viewing uh, experiment showing that you can pick up information remotely. So so this series of experiments culminate at the end with um, a bunch of folks, kids and adults who are able to literally see completely blindfolded. And again, we did that scientifically. We measured the amount of light in the masks and it wasn't just like some trick or <laughs> magic trick. So, and we literally w- were able to, Um, see that uh, not only they could see through the mask, completely uh, blindfolded uh, with no light photons whatsoever inside the mask, but behind their head on the side. It's crazy, crazy stuff. All this to demonstrate, to prove, you know, uh, to validate the idea that when you think, when you focus on something you create a measurable effect on your physiology and your physical reality. So that's why I think this film has taken it to a whole new level. It's never been done this way before. It's never, you know, it's been talked about, but never. And then there are people, there are scientists doing these experiments, but it's right and left. And, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, you hear about this study and that study, but I, I have not seen a, film that combines it all together and really shows that thread and so because of this but like you get to see um <clears throat> you know what you've been doing all your life and i think it's extremely empowering and so yes. that's the reason why i'm very very excited about it
0: Um, I love the diversity.
1: I love the way it was
0: all different types of people, you know, all different experiments, all different universities, all different scientists. Um, And I'm asking all my naysayer friends (laughs) to watch it because we have this retreat that we do called Beyond Your Brain, where we take all these executives in small groups out into sacred place, uh, IONS, Institute of Analytic Sciences, right? The Earthrise Center there. And they move things with their minds and it it blows them away they're like how is this possible they start to understand energy but here's the thing it's back to what you said at the very beginning the collective doesn't talk about this the collective says that the physical world the stuff that you see and touch is all there is and it's a fraction so i love the film because yes there's a ton of science which i love and structure for the intellect to be satisfied the rational mind to be satisfied so
1: I want everybody to see it. <laughs> um, so and and know what, just a side note, like when we were filming, you know, mm-hmm. the crew, you know, don't forget, we filmed these experiments under the worst circumstances because you have cameras, you have electromagnetic stuff, you have people watching, you know, like wanting you to succeed is, or projecting doubt is she going to be able to do it are they gonna you know so it's really even under the worst circumstances we were able to do it we brought in people who had never done anything like this before we trained them to do telekinesis we trained them in two hours and so the reaction of the crew was oh my god anybody can do this she didn't know and and now she was able to do it in two hours i want to try and that's exactly the I know that's exactly the reaction that I wanted, which is anybody can do this. It's not a select few that are gifted, you know, that right. can do that and everybody else, you know. And so that's why I'm very excited about the movie, because it gives you that. Plus, it's fun. You know, yeah. it's like <laughs> I have nothing to lose. I'm, let me just try, you know, to move this object or, you know. And and your mind is free, you know. It's like so. So that's why I really think everybody should should see this film. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime, by the way. Other it's so easy. other, it's very easy yeah. to see it. It's right there it, on Prime. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And also okay. other platforms, but it's uh, anyway very so- very timely. So let's talk
0: about uh, back to you. So Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers talked about those that that love us into being and they're probably feeding us great energy, right? (laughs) Those that love us into being. So who are some of the people that loved you into being?
1: I mean, you know, there there are a lot of people uh, that have been extremely supportive in my life. But I, I'm going to say something. That that's that's how I feel, honestly. I never had a guru. I never followed uh, specific teachings. You know, of course, I saw some you know things here and there. But uh, because I had a personal experience when I was five years old. I um, connected with beings that were magnificent and I had that I could really experience my connection to the divine uh, since I was five and that connection that interaction stayed with me my whole life and so to be honest with you um, I my real the strongest connection that I have is not human. It's more, I feel I'm most supported by my divine family. Um, And so, you know, I see different beings and I know kind of how I've come about, if I can say it that way. And that's what I go back to for kind of to feel that love and support. Um, So I don't know if you know, people that's are true for you. That's perfect. I mean that's that's, to love my, into being. that's, that's yeah. my
0: yeah. That's perfect.
1: Yeah. Um
0: often we think of humans that loved us into being. It's great to say the universe, God goddess, you know, my guides, you know, my ancestors that haven't walked the earth for a very long time, you know, whatever is true. Yeah. And and I want to just, as people are listening to this, I want to keep reminding, and Caroline, you're doing a great job with this. Anybody can do this. Anybody can have a relationship with the universe and the unseen. You know, we're all so much more amazing and glorious and big. And I noticed this in my volunteer work. One of my volunteer things, I do food bank, but I also work with hospice patients. And for the past 23 years, I've helped people die and I've helped 52 people to date go through the death process and i have to tell everybody when somebody dies and they leave their body they're they're enormous yes and and i just look at how huge they are and i think how did that amazing soul fit into that little tiny body um so we're all huge, be not fooled by these little tiny bodies that that move around in this very limited dimension. Um, so may, perhaps this is the same answer, who, who believed in you or who believes in you, when maybe you feel a little wobbly on your belief in yourself.
1: You know, I, again, I've, I've, uh, been working with a lot of people because since I was five, I, I, I had those experiences and that's how I got into the field of consciousness. So I spent 20 years in the field of consciousness science and I taught hundreds and hundreds of people, um, you know, to, how to do this, how to tap into their, you know, divinity, mind over matter, energy healing, um, So I've had I've I've, uh, I started to uh, you know develop eventually very close relationships with some of the people that I've worked with who are basically my rock now like my best friends and so so I want to also say something that may sound strange Uh, you know sometimes we think that it's a it's a parent or it's it has to be a family member, although my sister is incredible. Uh, but I, I want to say that it's okay if we feel uh, a deeper or stronger connection, soul connection, and accept the support from other people. <laughs> and so, so I do have, uh, you know, a couple of very, very uh, beautiful souls in my life through my network. And again, like I said, my sister, um, you know, who, who support me no matter what, you know, it's like, that's, uh, and we all need that. I feel like, um, as much as you grow, um, you still, I, I feel because you are in this human configuration, As much as what you were saying, I love what you just said, that we are so massive. We are a massive uh, um, consciousness contained in this tiny body. So while we are in this body, we also fit into uh, some of the human, I don't want to say needs, but kind of Uh, the natural way of retrieving information as well on a human level. And that includes the social, the physical interaction. And so it's okay as expansive as you are to also have that sort of connection and support.
0: Yes, thank you. And
1: you know, we all agree to
0: certain things. We agree to Newtonian time, you know, because otherwise we wouldn't be able to show up together at the same time, you know? But we also it's so helpful to remember, yes, Newtonian time is part of this physical world, calendars, clocks, etc. And quantum time is where we also can play where things can changes can take place very quickly. We're not limited by physicality. One of my hospice patients, I do energy work with them, Reiki, her lungs were full of holes, full of holes and now she, she didn't die, she went off hospice. She walks to Safeway and does her shopping every day now. Wow. And her lungs are totally healed. And that happened through energy. The doctors can't explain it, but about 20% of the patients that I work with that are supposed to be dying, choose not to die, heal themselves, and now are having great lives. And that even applies to Alzheimer's dementia because people always say, well, not Alzheimer's dementia. It's like, um, actually, Here are five cases. So let's do two words. Two words that summarize how you have become who you currently are. Perseverance, trust. Ah, Perseverance and trust. Thank you. And how about two words that summarize who you are becoming? Love.
1: Unconditional. Mm, Thank you unconditional.
0: How would you like to be remembered when you're gone? When one day your
1: physical body is no longer on this planet? Um, The embodiment of again, that I, my life purpose and goal and through everything that I do think and say, I've created has been a reflection of source of uh, my divine self, uh, the divine um, aspect of life. So that I was able to bring through that aspect of existence into this physical form in the best way possible.
0: Thank you. I think we have um, a big thing in common in that we both want to help people remember how unlimited they are. Who they are. Yeah. Who they truly are. Yeah. Okay. Closing. In closing, (laughs) message, mantra, uh, wisdom, any little nugget you want people to walk away with and
1: remember. Believe in yourself yeah. and trust that you came here on purpose. Yeah. On purpose. Be- this means that you chose this for a specific reason. And so the more you focus on why am I here and what is my true a higher purpose, the more you bring back the conversation to who you are. And so the more you do that, the more it keeps you on the path of what you have come to do as opposed to what others expect of you or want you to be or what have, what have you. Again, what the collective is creating. And so, um, again, I think... Um, The the most important thing is to believe in you and to bring, always bring back uh, the conversation to who am I and what have I come, why have I chosen this particular incarnation at this particular time on um, the planet?
0: Thanks for joining me on this episode. Every listen, every share, every review helps others form their own smart tribes where teams are engaged, happy, and optimally performing. Together, you and I can help millions of people crack the behavior code in their organizations, families, and communities. I invite you to take two minutes and head over to smarttribesinstitute.com to discover more about how to form a smart tribe. See you there, and please tell your friends.